Are you interested in public speaking or leadership skills? Then Toastmasters is for you. Welcome to Toastmasters 101, where we examine Pathways, the new education program from Toastmasters International. I'm your host, Kim Cradgy. You remember having that conversation where you were the most clever person in the room, you were the smartest, and you were the wettest because you were in the shower at the time. You know, when you talk to that person who is going to be forced to reckon with your brilliance and concede that you were right all along and you're shampooing at the same time? Me either. I've never had that conversation when I'm dry. Why am I talking about this? I want to make the point that we don't usually plan out our casual conversations, and when we do, they never go the way that we expect. The majority of speaking that we have in our life is impromptu. You don't have time to prepare for it. And that's why it's so important to learn these skills and to practice them. Social conversations, when you think about it, are really nothing more than impromptu speaking. That's why Toastmasters has table topics. It is a portion of the meeting where we work on impromptu speaking. For shy people or introverts, it's a really soft start. It's just a minute long. You're going to be given a kind of prompt, a question or a suggestion. You're going to be asked to respond to it for at least 60 seconds, up to two minutes maximum. That's pretty much the only rule. Now, there are a few things that they might not mention, such as... You can lie or make up answers. You can change the subject. You can completely ignore the prompt. This is just like in real life. Sometimes you lie, sometimes you duck the question, and sometimes you change the subject. Now, I'm not condoning lies, and I'm not advocating that you duck your boss's questions. Nope. Table topic simply gives you the opportunity to practice speaking without prep and to learn how to handle the stress of those questions that you were asked when you're not expecting them. Now, you're going to hear some people talk about table topics as being your elevator pitch. That's not the same thing at all. An elevator pitch is a pre-prepared couple of sentences to explain something about what you want other people to know. No, table topics is about being unprepared, but speaking anyway. In English... The four most evocative words are once upon a time. We know that what's coming is a story. Humans are hardwired for stories. There was a report in the Harvard Business Review in 2014 that says so. And if you don't believe it, let me ask you two questions. Do you remember what you paid in taxes last year? Or do you remember the feeling of when you were figuring it out and when you wrote that check? I bet it's the latter. You remember the emotions, not the facts. And that's why story is so evocative. That's why it's so helpful for us. Now, it's not easy in table topics to put together a story in one to two minutes on the fly. I know some people who keep kind of a binder or a file that has stories that they want to refer to and take back to table topics. I know that certain events have happened to me and I've said, I'm going to remember that and use that in table topics. You don't have to rush to answer the table topics question. In fact, it's smart to take a moment and 
think about how you're feeling as a result of the question, not just your nerves about getting up there and talking. But if you think about what you feel, then maybe you can bring that to your audience. That's a winning technique in any kind of speech, prepared or impromptu. So give yourself the moment to think about what it is you want to make your audience feel. If you're going to go with the story, think about what you want to get to the end of the story. How do you want them to feel? How do you want them to react? I'm a big believer in the wicked, ugly pun at the end of a story. I work for that. I want those things. The way to do that is to think about homonyms, words that sound alike but have different meanings, and then go sideways a little bit. The prompt could be something as simple as, what did you do last night? And I might end up telling a story about the Knights of the Round Table or Monty Python's The Knights That Go Knee. And yes, I love the groans. I love the puns. Have fun with table topics. If you are the table topics leader, this is your job to make this amusing and fun for the speaker as well as for the audience. This can be a problem for people in corporate clubs. When the boss is in the room or the boss might hear what they are going to say, people are going to self-censor. You need to know the limits, but really work for fun. Go creative. Rather than just asking the same hundred questions that everybody can find on the internet for table topics, bring props in. Ask for stories about childhood events. Get a list of weird holidays from Wikipedia and ask how they should be celebrated. Seriously, have fun with table topics. I can't guarantee that you're still going to be your most amusing while you're in the shower, but you'll improve your conversations when you're dry and fully dressed the more you practice with table topics. Just make sure you hang up your towel when you're done. Next time, we'll talk about evaluations, evaluation evaluations, and evaluating evaluations. We're really going meta, aren't we? Our music today is from Incompetech.com. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10.